0: Hello, welcome to the Mediocre Takes Podcast, the podcast where we share our mediocre takes on the shows and movies we watch. I'm Marco, and I'm here with my co-host, Mel. How are you doing, Mel?
1: My cat snores, but her snores sound like a child taking loud, shallow breaths. And it's like the creepiest thing to hear first thing in the morning when I'm just waking up.
0: That sounds really spooky.
1: It is, oh my God.
0: Perfect for Halloween. Speaking of Halloween, today we are talking about a movie called Halloween. This is the 1978 version, the original, and I did not like this movie that much, which Mal foresaw. Mal said, you probably won't like it, and I was like, okay, then I definitely won't like it. And then I watched it and I was like, this was not for me. Like, the girls who get it, get it, and the girls who don't, don't. And I'm the one who doesn't.
1: Well, just consider this payback.
0: Okay, that's fair. We're also gonna watch that one Megan movie. Um, I'm not excited for that.
1: You have like a year to prepare yourself, it's fine.
0: Okay, okay. Anyways, let's just get started.
1: Okay, so... Michael Myers, a bonafide psychopath, kills his sister at the ripe old age of six on Halloween night. 15 years later, he escapes from the psych hospital and goes back to his childhood home. While at the house, he sees final girl, Laurie Strode, and starts stalking her. On Halloween night, he begins a killing spree. Michael is shot by his psychiatrist and falls off a roof before getting to kill Laurie. When they go to find his body, it's mysteriously vanished.
0: I felt so much suspense in the opening scene of the movie. And if there's one thing I will appreciate about this movie is that it's how suspenseful it is. I really appreciate the suspense in this movie. But I kind of get to see the murder at the very beginning that sets up the whole movie. It was nice. The naked lady was gross. Okay, we need to talk about that stabbing scene at the very beginning of the movie, where Michael Myers, as a kid, stabs his sister. It looked really bad. Like, (laughs) it looked so bad! I I get that this had a low budget, but it looked so bad. Like, when he stabbed the girl, you could only see the knife and it was in a really bad position. And I get that they did that, so, like, it was supposed to show how Michael was, like, basically looking at the knife to, like, show how He's obsessed with this knife and the murder and everything or whatever. I don't know. I get that there's an explanation for it, but I really don't like the way the scene was handled. Like, he's just looking at the knife like this, and I don't get it. I hated the children in this movie. Yeah, I just don't like children, except for my little sister. She's okay.
1: What did the children do?
0: You know, the ones that, I don't know, they were just annoying.
1: The ones that were bullying Tommy?
0: Yeah, those ones. Or just, like,
1: all the kids.
0: All the kids
1: whoa okay
0: i just don't like children okay
1: understandable
0: very understandable relatable actually honestly i got kind of bored of this movie after 30 minutes because nothing was happening oh i saw the death of the main character's friends coming like right from the very beginning um it was kind of obvious I get that this movie is really influential and it like changed slashers for the better, but I still didn't like it. The cop character did absolutely nothing, which is perfect. Like, just great. It, it's just so fitting, you know?
1: Was there any character you liked in this?
0: I liked the main character and the main character's friends. Kind of.
1: Oh, okay, wait, wait. So the kids were annoying, but the friends weren't.
0: They were kind of annoying, but I like them okay. still.
1: To me... Annie was, like, so annoying. And I'm not going to say she deserved death, but I also wasn't exactly sad
0: when she died. Is she the one who's having sex, or is she the one that was talking about the dog?
1: The dog. Yeah. Stupid dog. I
0: don't know, that's what she sounded like. <laughs>
1: exactly, she was
0: annoying. Okay, so I kind of changed my mind after I, I listened to the music a bit more, but I did not like the music motif that was in this movie. It got kind of overdone. I like motifs in movies and tv shows and all that jazz but it felt like every five minutes we were getting that you know yes it, it felt overdone i will appreciate that this movie was made with such a low budget and it ended up being somewhat decent also i realized the killer ate the dog like a little while after i finished watching the movie that was strange like, because they never outright say that he ate the dog but they say, he must have gotten hungry. And then the, the cop says it could have been a squirrel. And I was so confused by that. Um, I was like, what do you mean he got hungry or whatever? But yeah, it was it was strange. I had no idea they killed the dog. That's kind of sad. Oh, and I also hate the Virgin Survives trope. What? Wait, why do you hate it? Listen, I don't like how there's this idea that you need to be a in order to survive or something. Like, it's kind of weird how horror movies do the Virgin Survives trope a lot.
1: A conversation started to happen, I think, fairly recently where people started to talk about just the trends that we see in horror in general and how it changes throughout the years and how it's formed by what society fears most at that time. Something that they feared a lot back then was like quote-unquote impurity
0: i did watch a video about this movie that talked about how the creator wasn't trying to go for the virgin trope that survives it was just like a part of the plot because she's smart and she was trying to outsmart the killer and everything and she just hopped to be like a virgin person she I'm was supposed sure to be
1: smart
0: she yeah because she's literally smarter than her other friends and everything it's just so interesting to see how like something so unintentional like the virgin surviving turned into this huge trope that's really fascinating to me i still don't like it though but it's fascinating
1: well i think it's no longer a trope so you're good on that though i feel Mm like i just i feel like we should bring it back because it's so funny to me like something about something about just like a scene where like right after two people have sex one of them's like okay well i'm gonna go do this thing now and the other person's like okay and then just one of them dies and the other one finds them and they're like oh no jimmy something about that is just so
0: funny to me i mean i guess
1: so first of all tell me again your thoughts on the soundtrack
0: i think it was decent i just think the motif was overused
1: okay okay that's interesting because i love the soundtrack for this movie to this day i do believe it's the best horror soundtrack i i don't think it was overused i mean maybe it was but it it never got old to me um and actually the basically michael myers theme song it's actually my phone's ringtone, so i hear it every single time someone calls me also one thing i've always adored about slasher films is the killer's ability to literally teleport especially when the killer is just some guy like, there's nothing supernatural about him. He's just a dude who's like really fast at running. Also, all those scenes where he's just in the background, I love that too. I love it more when they're really subtle. I think with this film, they were more obvious, but films where like you only catch it on your second watch through and then you have that like, holy shit, what the fuck moment? And you're like, was that there the whole time? I love that kind of subtlety. Michael Myers is such an iconic fictional killer. And I always talk about how. Kind of slay queen he is until I remember that he literally like killed a dog, like he he choked that dog to death,
0: he also like literally killed his sister, you know,
1: <sighs> I know, but she wasn't a virgin, Margot. <laughs>
0: i was literally gonna say because she had sex
1: also there were way too few people trick-or-treating in that neighborhood that place was filled with two-story houses with manicured lawns kids should have been swarming that place and for me that makes this kind of creepier the fact that it's empty kind of makes the whole movie feel more eerie it sort of gives you that feeling that like you truly are alone in this situation oh also sex scenes in old movies are so funny because it's literally like ambiguous gyrating with heavy breathing and that's it. This guy got stabbed in the neck with a knitting needle, had his eye aborted with a wire coat hanger, stabbed in the chest with a kitchen knife, got shot five times, fell off the second story of a house, and then just peaced out. And I think my biggest issue with him not being dead is just I'd be fine with it if he wasn't shot five times you know because i feel like
0: um actually he was shot seven times so
1: okay yeah well that just I... makes it worse the whole point of the movie is that the boogeyman isn't some monster demon health spawn. the boogeyman is just a guy he's a regular dude he, he could be your next door neighbor and all of the other injuries he acquired are things that yes would be painful and are kind of serious wounds but you could power through that on adrenaline and i just feel like being shot that many times in the chest it's a little a little too unrealistic for me
0: overall i think this is an okay movie I appreciate it for what it was, but that still means i like do not like it. I don't think horror is my thing, and I don't think slashers are my thing i I just don't understand why Mal made me watch this. uh I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I understand you like it. do you like it? I appreciate
1: certain aspects of it. What would I rate it? okay, well, what would I rate it five years ago? probably like a nine and a half. what would I rate it now? a six and a half i've I've mm. fallen out of love of it,
0: oh really, yeah. That's interesting to hear. I do appreciate the music in this movie, I just... do not like how repetitive it was at some point. The boobs were gross. But yeah, I, I find it really funny when you talk about how, like, the sex scenes where they're just, like, jumping on each other. And it, it's so funny and weird. The acting was kind of bad at some points. I I find the line where that one girl was talking about her dumb dog really funny and how, like, mean the dog is and how the dog doesn't like her. But yeah, overall, this was an okay movie. It just wasn't for me.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is a classic film with one of the most iconic fictional killers. The soundtrack... In my opinion did such a great job of setting the mood i don't think i can accurately say how well the acting was because acting in the 70s in general looks a bit silly also i know that this is probably a hard watch for a lot of people now because of just how slow the pacing is which is actually something i really appreciate but i know that movies in general are just more fast-paced nowadays so that's what a lot of people are used to i will also say yeah my love for this movie has decreased more and more especially now after finding out that jamie lee curtis the actor for laurie uh is kind of a weirdo and loves ethnic cleansing
0: uh i just want to say like we obviously don't support like genocide and ethnic cleansing you know that one meme where like that one meme says 9-11 is bad and then everyone claps that's how i feel whenever i have to say genocide or like ethnic cleansing is bad
1: it just seems like we don't condemn ethnic cleansing and genocide that much nowadays, so sad.
0: People don't think as much as they used to, I guess. Well, actually, I feel like people think more than they used to actually, now that I think about it. Just- No,
1: they don't. (laughs) Finding out the moral compass of celebrities is both a blessing and a curse. Well, hear ye, hear ye, listeners. The Halloween special has come to an end So now we must move on to a little segment that I like to call the Mediocre Minute. This is a tiny little micro-moment where me and Marco recommend books, comics, music, games, and more for all of you to consume in the safety of your home while throwing out all of the Reese's candy you acquired. Watch out, the worms will get you.
0: Reese's are actually good, though.
1: Marco, there are worms in them. What? Marco, look it up. Look it up. Reese's worms. Okay there are worms in them they're literally having an infestation do you see the worms
0: what the fuck i can't eat those anymore now (laughs) what
1: how did you not know that
0: since when
1: since like i think it was like a like a month ago or something really yeah oh my god i don't think they're doing anything about it i don't think i don't think they've recalled them they're just wriggling around in there (laughs) anyway today i will be recommending the comic shock shop by colin Byrne. i haven't finished it i've kind of just started it but it's i think in general a really interesting comic book you're getting two stories both of them have really interesting plots and i think the monsters in both of the comics are very gross but also really interesting this is a very gore heavy comic and the monsters are very detailed so Content warning for that. It is kind of a quick read, but yeah, that's my recommendation. Marco, what is your recommendation?
0: My recommendation is a short story called Rick by Toni Morrison. I think that's how you pronounce it. This is a short story about a black woman and a white woman and how their two families collide. Basically, you don't know which race each family is and you have to find out what the race of the two main characters are, or that's the point of the story, and it's basically about how, like, race doesn't really matter, I guess. Um, it's a really interesting story, and I really love it. It's really good. I never found out which person is which, and I don't think it really matters which person is which. I think just, like, the moral really matters when it comes to the end of the day. It's a really amazing story. Toni Morrison is an amazing writer. I do not get her books most of the time, but when I do, it's amazing. And yeah, that's why I recommend. Anyways, you guys, that's our thoughts on Halloween 1978. If you want to send us a voice message on Spotify for our podcasters, there'll be a link in the description to do so. We also on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Threads which are admin takes Pod, And that's everything, so goodbye. Slay. Slay. It's loading. Stop recording.